It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for another amazing show because I have with me my incredible monthly returning diva, Kate Nelligan. And her and I are going to chat about something that we all deal with in our lifetime, be it with animals or be it with humans. It's about grief. And we're going to chat about comfort in the grief. So, Kate, would you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Sure. My name's Kate Nelligan, as you mentioned. I'm an equine-partnered life coach, which means I partner horses and humans together in personal growth, and also an animal communicator, author, and speaker. You are very well-rounded with everything you do, and you have your plate full with everything you are doing, Kate. So, oh, wow. Well, in everything you've experienced, too, I know, like I said, when I opened the show, grief is something we, each and every one of us, has probably experienced in our lifetime, be it with an animal or a human. How do you best start to relate to find the comfort in the grief? Yeah, I felt like this would be a good topic just because I do think there are a lot of people going, I like to say growing through things right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And grief is definitely a huge teacher. It's a huge opportunity for heart opening rather than heartbreak. Um, And it's really a time when we learn a lot about ourselves, about life. Uh, We start to reprioritize. We start to look at gratitude, we start to look at relationships, we look at, um, you know, just our inner lives and our outer lives a little more closely, a little bit, you know, more in a space where we start to think about, you know, what matters. And I often find, like, the spectrum of grief is there's also joy available as we move through grief. But there's so many incredible books and you know, talks and information out there on grief. And I like to hold it as thinking about it as a wave that we sort of ride and we surf and it definitely comes at different times and there's like different stages. But I have realized I've been going through some grief myself recently. So I just wanted to dive into this with you because, um, and I also just had a client reach out and You know, her dog passed out of nowhere, you know, older dog, but it was, you know, it was, it brought up a lot and it made me realize, okay, like I gave her some tips and I was like, how can I also share some of these tips with others as well? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. To share with others and what you were saying about how it opens our hearts and we learn about ourselves and going back into gratitude and just writing the wave, 
It's a wave that we ride out. And the experience and finding the gratitude, the joy in it all. So, yes, you you brought out so many good points right up front when you started talking about it, Kate. Those were some of the things that really caught my attention. So what are some of the and ways that you present to your clients about finding the comfort in the grief? Yeah, so I've I've had to coach myself recently as I lost a friend and then I also, you know, was coaching this client and just I've done this so many times over the years and it's something that I feel like it's relevant to share and kind of capture and ultimately, you know, the the first thing that someone told me once and that I like to remind myself and others is like you get a hall pass, meaning you don't have to do all the things that you think you have to do. Um, you get to be really clear about what you have the energy for. Like some days it's just, especially if it's someone really, really close, it may be, you know, the most you were able to do that day was like shower, or feed yourself, right? And it's just really heavy at times. Um and it's one of those things where we can tell people that we need space. We can tell, we can ask for what we want. We can give ourselves that hall pass to, you know, leave the classroom, so to speak, of life for a minute and be in the hallway and the, where there isn't a lot of other people and a lot of other things and have space and have quiet time um, to be able to go to the bathroom and, you know, have that <laughs> safe, protected space. So I think of it back in in you know, that whole analogy to to school and when you got a hall you got to go to have a hall pass. And um you know, it's it's so interesting because that's the first thing is to like really take a lot of the pressure off ourselves that we should be functioning at a hundred percent because we're usually not. We're usually I mean for me I've had to take time off work after losing a cat or um it's just something that it's okay. Like I often believe that things will come back to us like we're if we miss an opportunity it will come back to us later and we can just be patient with ourselves and so that's the first thing the second is to really like have that healthy boundary and ask for support everyone grieves differently and it's really hard to know what people want so it's important to just share our voice and share our truth and what we need because like for instance I was just talking to a friend when I was traveling and she's coming up on the year anniversary of her mother's passing. Um, and her, or she's coming up on her mother's birthday is what it is. Um, and then the anniversary will be later. And those are significant markers for people that can be harder. And so it's like, but we don't always know those dates, right? We all have a million dates in our heads, but, and so it's like to share that with a friend and say, you know, this might be hard for me, her birthday's coming up, or, you know, um, the anniversary is coming up. And then, you know, as a good friend, just kind of make a note of that and reach out on that day or send, you know, a gift or send an e-card or, you know, even just a simple text, like letting someone know that you're thinking of them can really make a big difference so people feel less alone. So I think it's communicating things that are important and then so asking for help but also being willing to help and to receive at the same time. Oh, yes. Oh, those were a couple of great pointers. I love how you said a hall pass. And just give yourself that time. Like if you only have the energy to do certain things that day, don't be so hard on yourself that it has to get done. 
everything else. It will wait. You you have to, it's kind of like you have to take care of yourself and you have to let yourself grieve through it in your own way. And asking for support and communicating with others like they're with the dates and different things. And then who you communicate with and them realizing this is a hard time for them and responding in a way with just a card or maybe just a text message thinking of you or something that only can take seconds to do and means so much to the person that is going through those difficult dates. So, yes, those were two really great tips. I love them. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. And another would be to find the right herd or support group for you. And it probably would be a combination of personal and professional support and help. I find that, you know, um, for instance, people reach out to me like this client did when they lose an animal because, you know, not everyone understands how significant that is if you don't have such a deep relationship with an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, those of us who, like you and I, our animals are our children, <laughs> they're our family, you know, it's super significant. And so to reach out to another animal lover who has been through it, who knows thing like I could say or do to, to erase the grief, um and not that I'd want to either, being that grief is such a big teacher, um, but, you know, someone that has been through it and gets it, someone that can relate and empathize um, is important, you know. And then professionally, I find, you know, like when I went through the loss of a of a breakup um, earlier this year and I, you know, I just like really miss my friends. Like my friends were like, "Oh, he's a jerk. Let it go." Right? Like they didn't, they didn't even need or want to hear about it. They just thought I was better off without. And you know, I my professional healer was like, who I go to frequently. She was like, she had the compassion to be like, you know, it's okay that you're sad, even though you know you're you're better off without. She said because you miss your friends, you know, and you miss that connection and. And the friendship you had with him. And so, you know, having a professional who knows how, who's also not in, in the middle of the situation can also really help. And I'll add a piece to this that I'm also exploring right now, which maybe in the future we'll do, I was thinking it'd be fun to do an um, episode on, is, you know, especially for grief of loss with humans or animals, it's like to have an animal communicator, to have a medium is also potentially really helpful. And I find that sometimes people are really, they avoid the mediumship stuff because they're they're just, it's too much for them, which is okay. And I found like I've just started to study mediumship and I've certainly been to so many mediums myself over the years. Um, I just find that that can be really comforting as well, that to have that kind of support where you get specific messages because from my understanding Mm -hmm. animals on the other side and humans they have insight into our lives and into bigger pictures that we can't see in the human to human world so you know even just i did one the other day and it was amazing that the person on the other side is you know is bringing through really incredible guidance so if you're open to mediumship and believing that our loved ones don't fully really die that you know having conversations with them can actually be really healing and provide a lot of closure a lot of guidance a lot of insight so that's another form of professional support that like I'm I'm studying right now and 
part of it was because when I realized two of my friends died this year that are not that far away from me in age, I was like, I need to still keep talking to them. So I'm going to learn mediumship because I want to still talk to my friends. I will not get to hug them or see them again in the physical, but I want to still be able to talk to them. So that really Mm -hmm. grew my desire to learn mediumship. And I think that's important as part of finding comfort in the grief. Oh, Oh, I so agree with you on all of that. And, yes, I would love to do a show about that because that is it is really critical when you experience it and can communicate one that has crossed to the other side and know that they're there and yeah you can't you can't touch them and you you can't hug them like you said but to know that they are still in in your life and they're watching over you every step of the way and that is it is a beautiful experience when you experience that I I know firsthand what that's like, and oh wow, it's incredible. <laughs> words words it's, alone cannot describe what it's like. <laughs> yeah, well, it can be very healing to know you know certain mm-hmm. things, you know, and especially the number one thing I see with animals transitioning is people want to know was it really their time? Did I do the right thing? Because usually it's on us to, you know euthanize animals whereas with humans it's not the same like and I watched my friend struggle in hospice for five weeks and just like fight for her life and you know that would never happen in the animal world right like so it's just so wild how different it is in the human world and but her and I were talking even not on the phone but energetically throughout those five weeks and you know, it's just something that I think is really, it's really important to realize that we can still communicate, you know, without necessarily being on the phone. Like we've learned there's so many different ways of communicating now with text and social media that, of course, mediumship or animal communication to me is like just the next front of more communication, right? More ways to have connection through communication. Um, it's just we're not maybe using our voice, we're using our hearts, or we're using telepathy and all these different skills. So, um, yeah. Another tip, which you're not going to be surprised that I'm going to mention and you and I always talk about, is, like, if you have animals in your life, go cuddle them, go talk to them, <laughs> um, go be with them, because they are so comforting. One of my goats in particular is, like, she's the grief queen. She always helps with grief, whether it's me or clients. She's all about nourishment, reminding you that you're not alone, you're loved. It's like that big grandma hug that, you know, makes you feel like, okay, the world's better. Um, And the horses, I mean, if you can be with a horse because they're, most horses are taller than many humans, it's easy Mm -hmm. to just put our head onto their shoulder and feel like there's something much bigger than us taking care of us, that we're not alone and that we have that level of physical and emotional support and really spiritual support from the horses. So I love, I have over the years given people time with my animals when they were grieving, um, whether it was for free or for, you know, in, in um, sessions. And it's just been so healing to watch and the animals really love being of service that way. Oh, yes. There's, they bring so much more into it and it's just, a peace that comes over you when you can be with that animal. I horses, yeah, definitely. 
and I mean even even my kitties I have a lot quite a few kitty cats and just being able to hold them and just I think it's a lot it feels too that you've got something physical that you can hug and love on and then their energy that comes through you because they know you're grieving you don't have to tell the animals they know they can feel it they know it before you get to them is how I feel and they just help you and help restore that energy and just give you the space if you need to cry if you just need to be in silence they're there for you and it is it is a beautiful feeling knowing that that animal is there and they're not asking anything of you you don't have to explain anything they're just there to share their love and their energy with you yeah beautiful i literally don't think i could have gotten through really any of the losses in my life without my cat and then my horses Mm -hmm. have been it's like the day that my friends have passed or that I've learned, I have literally, they like run up to me when they see me and then they'll just stand there. And like my one horse is not super touchy feely, but she's gotten so good at being like, I'm going to stand here for you and just be here. Cause I know you need my strength right now. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so, I know she's like, you know, they're totally at Liberty. There's no attack. I'm not tying them up. Right. They're just, she's mm-hmm. literally Way, but she's just there like this rock like holding space for me um and letting me even like put my head over her rump or whatever and just you know be with it because yeah I think they all they all know you know that they really do know where our hearts are at and they can read that so yeah it's been really healing and you know I think um people can I saw this beautiful post recently in a a horse group and this woman was, I think she's in her nineties and she was like, I really miss horses. And I, can I just go hug someone's horse? And I think there were like 50 comments being like, you can come hug mine. (laughs) Like It was, everyone was like, this post is so uplifting right now (laughs) because it's that restoring faith in humanity. But she did, she's like had this nostalgia that she just missed like being with them and having that connection. And there's something really powerful about them. I've been thinking about it lately. Like, there's something to the fact that they are the largest land mammals next to like elephants. And, you know, then you also have just the whales are huge and, you know, you have probably, I guess like hippos, but like they're so big. Horses are so big. They're the closest animals that are the biggest, you know, and we can just be around that and feel we can feel safer sometimes around that if we really allow ourselves like to just be in that presence of like such big energy. So yeah, it's, um, it's been really healing to be with them and comforting. So I guess another tip would be speaking or writing because that to me has also really helped heal me. Like I, when my, the first horse I loved passed, I just wrote, I wrote for days and I think that that can really help people either like this right now, Joyce is helping me just talking with you um, <laughs> because I think sometimes it is just expressing it and honoring it and acknowledging mm-hmm. it and not, like going on to the next thing in life, like really pausing and being like, oh, yeah, I have been going through some grief recently. Like, what does my heart need? And can I talk about it? Can I give and share and then also help my myself to heal as I do that? Uh, but writing, journaling, writing, like 
there's so many beautiful artworks that I think have come out of people going through grief. So it's a time when the muse is around and we can really work with that as well. Oh, oh yes. How true. How very true. And I, I agree with you just sometimes too. I mean, the animals, you don't, like I said, you can just be silent if you need to, but sometimes you just need to kind of voice it too. And even to another person and, or even to your animals, they'll listen too. There's been many times I've just gone out and talked to them and they're like, okay, we're here to listen as well as we're here when you're silent. So, yeah, just speaking about it and writing. Yeah, write write down sometimes the emotions that you're feeling or the struggles that you're going through. And just it's almost like it's kind of a way to release it or to let the universe, the universe knows, but when you put it down on paper sometimes... It kind of helps. It helps you to feel better because you have maybe released it and acknowledged it, that it is there and it's just not something. I always say don't don't just try to bury it down inside of you. Find a way to to speak it, to release it like that in writing or to be with the animals or be with a friend. Let Let that come out and that way you will be able to heal so much easier, I feel, when you have released some of that that is building up inside of you. Yeah, I love that. I actually just, I do these things called dump lists, and I actually made a little mm-hmm. video on YouTube about how to do one if, if people want to watch it, but I just did one the other day because I realized my psyche was getting full, and I'm like, I have too many things on my mind and my heart right now, so I just took out a blank piece of paper and just wrote, okay, this is all the stuff mm-hmm. on my heart. I got to write it, write it all down. And since then, like, I've slept better. I haven't been thinking as much, you know. And I'm like, it's so helpful to just, like, get it down. I don't need to have answers on any of it right now, but it needs to just come out of my out of my head in the, on the paper mm-hmm. so it's witnessed in the world. Like, yep, that's all the stuff I'm thinking and holding right now, and let me release some of it. Um, and writing letters, too. Someone is really helpful too, and you can bury them or burn them, or you can keep them. You don't obviously, if it's someone that's passed, you're not sending it, but um, or even the ending of a relationship, it's you know, you don't really need to send the letters. Like, it's really good to just write out, you know, thoughts about stuff. Or, um, mm-hmm. like, I remember one of my horses who I was friends with, good friends with, he wasn't actually mine, he was like, Write down all the things you love about me and that you miss about me. And I think that's also important to do, like to journal or to write letters. And so I know part of what I'm going to do and also is ceremony or ritual. So with my friend who recently passed, like I'm going to go, you know, do a ritual that her and I used to do um, at Whole Foods. And then I'm going to write what I wrote up about her and I'll, it was like a gratitude list, and I'm just going to read it to her out loud um, or just read it silently because I think, you know, that's also, it's an honoring. It's a, There's a, a feeling of being able to mark our emotion and, as you said, like release it, not stop it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And like you said, to, you're going to either read it out loud or read it silently, the things that you were that you loved about her, you appreciated about her. And to me, the first thought that comes to mind, they hear that. They hear yes. that. They're, 
even on the other side, they are listening, and it's making them feel so good, too. And they're there to help you work through that if you open up your heart and let them in to help you work through it. And, oh, that is beautiful. I love I love that idea of writing down what you appreciate and love about them. That is beautiful, Kate. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I do feel like she will hear it, and it is important to, to just honor it. And I... I find so many times, like, people always say amazing things about other people behind their backs sometimes, like, oh, that healer's mm-hmm. so talented, or, and I'm like, can you share that with them face-to-face, because we need to hear this stuff. When we're, My only regret with my friend is I didn't, like, tell her how I felt to her face mm-hmm. while she was in hospice, mm-hmm. right, or read it to her. Um, I helped a lot, and I know that she knows how I feel about her, but it's still something that I think is important, and you know, we just also never know how how long older relatives are going to be around. So it's important to, like, write letters there, too, when they're still alive and say what we appreciate. And so, yeah, I think there's something in with, with comfort and grief. It's really about how much peace can you give yourself and where does the peace come from? And it definitely comes from inner reserves, you know, of who we naturally are. It can also come from closure, like really knowing yeah. that that relationship is complete. If it's a breakup, it does not need to be restarted at all. And also, you know, with a death or a loss that we've said or, you know, expressed what we needed to say or express, you know. So I think it's important that we find what brings us peace and that we focus on that because we can really focus on the grief and we can kind of go into dark spaces and I've seen that in my past and now I'm like proud of how I'm more consciously grieving this year and I've had a decent amount of things to grieve this year. So it's a different process when we're ha- we bring more consciousness to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, definitely. And uh, you, you're seeing that. I mean, like you said, you look back and see how you used to handle it and how you handle it now and the differences. And, yeah, it's it. what brings us peace is what we need to do, and that was beautiful, too. Okay, this is just you've shared so many good tips with our listeners today. I just, I've been writing things down, and they're just beautiful ways that uh, it can help each and every one of us to find the comfort in grief. So before we close today, Kate, what are the best ways for our listeners to connect with you when they hear this and they say, I I really need to talk to Kate maybe about this, about grief or about other things too. What are the best ways to connect with you? Yeah, thank you. And thank you just for this space because it's so helpful because I feel like I have all these ideas in my head and I'm like, I need to just get them out. So thank you for allowing me that space to be like, here, here's all the tips and things I have because I want to share and help people as much as I can. <laughs> so thank you. Um, so the best way is katenelligan.com. It's 1L, katenelligan.com. And then my social is Kate Nelligan Equine Coach on Instagram and Facebook. And our Facebook group is Awakening with Equine. So, yeah, I'm happy to talk to people, especially as I um, – and practicing mediumship right now and launch it more formally and also if people need to come be with my animals they're incredibly nurturing they know how to help people 
um, grieve and work through transitions because all transitions, even leaving a job can be grief or, you know, obviously divorce is grief. So we're here for you if that calls to you and um, we can even do things virtually as well as if you can't be in person with us. So thanks for, for that, Joyce. I appreciate the opportunity to share. Oh, you are so very welcome. It was totally my honor and pleasure to have you on my show and share all these beautiful tips because, like I said, it's something each and every one of us through life go through. And uh, finding someone that understands and can offer tips to find the comfort in it is it is just beautiful. It just touches your heart. So I thank you so much, Kate, for, for being on Robust Lifestyles and sharing all your valuable tips with us today with our listeners. Thank you. You are so welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with our incredible diva, Kate Nelligan. Please share this show with your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. And remember some of the tips that Kate gave us to just... It's a wave that we ride when we're dealing with the grief. And to set some healthy boundaries and to be with the animals and to write down what you loved and appreciated about that person, about that animal, and say it out loud. They definitely will hear hear you. And as Kate talked, we will have more sessions as we go into another whole side about how the ones that have crossed are right there beside us all the time, listening and guiding us through life in so many ways. And with all of that, have a magical day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals that great big hug and share your love with them as they so deserve your love. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.